Hello and welcome to the Mini Lombardi League-only podcast, week two. How you doing tonight, TJ? I'm doing good, Ray. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. We are another week in the books and another win under the belt for some, but another loss for others. Yeah, it, the uh, the new divisions are definitely bringing a little bit of parity. Um, every division has one two-win team. One or two one and one teams and one zero oh and two team. So with the last round of divisional matchups before we start playing each other uh, on the board, we'll see if uh, some of those teams can go three and zero, oh, and if the hopefully some of the zero oh and two teams can avoid going zero oh and three. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. The divisions all really kind of look the same. Yeah, they absolutely do. Which I guess mathematically makes sense. I mean, you could have everybody could be one and one at this point, but well, it depends on the matchups all fall. All right, well, let's get into the Week 2 matchups. We're gonna, we'll start out with uh, Taco versus Housem. What was your take on this matchup, TJ? So, this is a good matchup. It was nice and close. I liked that. I liked seeing the uh, the difference is only about six points. So And it really kind of all came down to the quarterbacks. They had about a six-point difference between them. And uh, at the end of the day, everything else kind of evened out. Taco took it on the RBs. Taco took it on the wide receivers. Uh, but Housem had the flex. And uh, Sutton was kind of the hero of the day for him there, other than Herbert, I guess. But, um, yeah, it was a pretty good matchup. Yeah, I saw the same thing. It was fairly close all across the board, position by position. But there was one blaring thing that stood out to me on this matchup, and that was Tua Tungabailoa sitting on the bench for Taco. Yeah, there were definitely a lot of points on the bench. I mean, um, Housem even had Lockett scoring almost 20. Uh, he went 9 for 11 with 107 yards, so um, a lot of bench points in this game. That really could have changed the outcome if there were uh, any different decisions made. I mean, but you're not going to start Tua over Stafford, so I mean, I guess... Well, that's actually my question for you, TJ, is Tua has outperformed Stafford two weeks in a row now. Are you looking at this point in time, if it was your call, would you be looking at to start Tua over Matthew Stafford? I mean, this week they're playing at. They were playing Atlanta. Like you can't, you can't fault anybody for starting against Atlanta. I'm not faulting. I'm just saying at at 0 and 2, are you gonna? I mean, and two has got Buffalo, who absolutely has been outstanding on defense. So maybe not this week you're gonna make the move, especially with Stafford playing Arizona. But going forward, it's gonna be something that Taco's gonna have to think about. Like you said, that's kind of the big thing at. At 0-2, it's time to shake things up, so maybe now is the time to make a move there or even make a trade. He's got a lot of nice pieces on his team here that maybe you flip a, uh, a Tua or even some of your other pieces. I mean, he's got he's got some other guys you can flip around a little bit just to change things up a little bit, just to try something new, you know. All right, and next we move on to your team, Ray. Uh, team Fluffy versus Waddle Baby Waddle. How'd you feel about your matchup this week? Uh, you know... I believe I said last week that I didn't even have to look at the rosters or the lineups. I I knew I was going to win it. Um, I pretty much feel like I had it won before Monday Night Football even started. Um, But, you know, uh, Diggs put a a little bit of a scare on me, putting up 40-some points. I had a good week from the Sun God. I had a good week from uh, Jalen Hurts. I felt... I felt pretty good. I think the big piece to comment on is you did have a big week from Jalen Hurts, and he was kind of the difference maker. Difference in scoring there with Lance getting out early in the game 
was about 44 points, which you had about a 43-point margin. So had Lance not gotten injured, it would have been a much closer matchup. Oh, absolutely. And had kind of, you know, the reverse, um, it could have swung the other way. So you did have a great performance, I guess, all around on the running backs, yours and his. Cook was a little underperforming, but wide receivers, man, St. Brown versus Diggs. You really had a lot of points there. Kind of got you with Dotson. Had almost 20 points also. No, it was good. I mean, Hurts, um, 330 yards passing, a TD, 50 yard, 57 yards rushing, and a TD. St. Brown, 68 yards rushing, 9 catches for on 12 targets, 116 yards, 2 TDs. So, no, I, I felt pretty good. And Diggs, I mean, Diggs had a hell of a week. Diggs, 12, 12 catches on 14 targets, 140 yards, 3 touchdowns. That yeah. is insane. That is a big week. You always like to see. You didn't leave a lot of points on the bench either, though. Neither one of you really had uh, any high scores down there, so that's always good to see. Well, I mean, Waddle Baby Waddle would have if he had a backup QB. So that that was the big match. When I was looking at this match, that was the big thing I saw is that uh, Trey Lance down for the season. Uh, he had no other QB on his roster before waivers went down. I believe he picked up Jared Goff. Um, but this could be an opportunity to make a trade if you have a, uh, a good backup QB sitting on your bench. Maybe, maybe one that just put up 60 points. You're, you're 0 and 2. Maybe this might be an opportunity to make a trade. I'm surprised he got Jeriff Goff. He actually didn't even bid a dollar on him. Zero dollars. He won them only because Cup of Tea would have had too many players on her roster. Well, she also outbid him on Carson Wentz. Ah, so he would have been second. Ah, uh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So grabbed Wentz. That kind of filled it. So he was kind of the secondary option. And uh, bid nothing on him. Three total bids. What happened on Wentz here? I didn't even look at this. Okay, Waddle, Waddle Baby still didn't even bid a dollar on him. No. So I, I'm I'm curious if he's going to roll with, uh, if he's going to end up rolling with golf here or if he's going to try to make a trade. This will be, there might be some excitement this week. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. What we'll see. I, I will say this, um... I, I, you know, I started Jared Goff in a different league this week, and he put up 36 points, so I'm, you know, it it works. You know, Ray, I got to ask you, do you hear that? It, that's the trade winds blowing. Yeah. That's the trade winds blowing. They're blowing. They're feeling strong. All right, let's move on to our next matchup. We have uh, TDLs versus Bushzilla, a.k.a. Team Achilles Heel. And this matchup was just dominated by Bushzilla. Yeah, I gotta say, the Achilles heel came out strong on this one. Wow. 171.5 to 127.38. I mean, Lamar Jackson puts up 53 or 56 points. Uh, you really can't go wrong there. Tyreek Hill put up a big game. And not to mention, while Bush did score 171 points, he had 30 points... For- from Garrett Wilson sitting on his bench, he could have put in a run for top score of the week had he started he really Garrett could've. Wilson. Yeah, that is a lot of points sitting on the bench there. Even on TD's side, I mean, Curtis Samuel sitting on the bench with almost 23. Uh, he had uh, 7 for 9 with 78 and a touchdown. So Yeah, TD uh, also um, you know, had an under, underwhelming performance from uh, Patrick Mahomes. And uh, Mike Evans getting ejected did not help his cause at all. No, that definitely did not. Jerry Judy also underperforming on Bushzilla's side. 
Luckily, no Achilles injury there, but man, 2.2 points. I know he, he got out with a injury. What did he end up having? Oh, just a rib injury, so. Uh, they'll put a they'll put a flak jacket on him. They'll give him a painkiller injection. He'll be good yeah. to go. He'll miss a week, worst case. He'll be fine. So moving along here, we got... Uh, the marriage matchup. Oh, uh, yes. Tom's Team Sucks versus Cup of Tea. Like the new names coming out this week. Like the new team names. A lot of good name changes. And in fact, um, Achilles Heel, you got to make yours official here. I know we have, was it five votes for? So we need people to be a little more active. Five, only five votes. I really am kind of underwhelmed there. How many people watched the Eli Manning video? Does it tell you? Did you? I definitely watched the Eli Manning video, but I also voted. So that was hilarious. Oh God, absolutely, it was hilarious. That was phenomenal. The, um, the only part I didn't like is that the like Jonathan Franklin, the Penn State coach, was kind of in on it. Like, yeah, but nah, it was fun watching the coaches, especially Danny O'Brien, former Badger quarterback. He was he was really getting excited there. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was really good. I think I see something in him. <laughs> well, you better you won a Super Bowl two two. Anyways, back to the matchup. This was really an underwhelming matchup this week, actually. That's the exact same thing I thought. <laughs> it was, uh, I was really excited that it might be something exciting, but it was not that close, but also low scoring enough that it really just, it was nothing special. Yeah, um, I counted, I had, uh, Tom's team sucks had three players that outperformed their projections. And that was Tony Pollard, Christian Kirk, and Allen Robinson. And uh, Cup of Tea only had one player who outperformed their projections. And big surprise, that was Cooper Cup. So, well, of course. I mean, Cooper Cup's just a beast. 11 for 1,408, two touchdowns. It's definitely the man cannot be stopped. Yeah. I don't like playing against him. I wish I had him on every team. But uh, you... You can't get that, so... I, I will say this. The, the There is one concerning thing for for Cup of Tea, and that has uh, Tom Brady and Derrick Henry have underperformed for two weeks in a row right now. Uh, it's not good to start the season. And um, Dalton Schultz with the PCL injury, um, he, you know, he might be out a few weeks, so... It is just a sprain. He's listed as iffy for Monday. A week or two, maybe. I mean, it doesn't sound like it's anything serious. You know, it's not like he's out for the season. It's not going to be a full surgery, six to nine month um, situation. So, nothing too bad there. Um, does she have a? She have a backup, or does she have to pick somebody up now? Uh, she had somebody on her bench. I did not write it down. Noah Fant. Yeah, that's. She might have picked somebody up. I didn't look too close at the moves this week. Here, let's just scroll through those real quick to see if there's anything of note. No. No, just that Not I overspent really. on Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, uh, you know, I overspent again. <laughs> you thought everybody was going to be going for Jimmy. I mean, I would have thought Waddle Baby Waddle would have gone for Jimmy. Well, I, that's what I was trying to do. I was trying to do, I was trying to block him because he's in my division. It's your backup for the player that you lost for the entire year. He does have three kids now, so I understand he's a little bit preoccupied with uh, zone defense now. It's no longer man-on-man. -man. It's a little tougher to cover. All right, let's move on to Neek and Badger Girl. Big bounce back for Badger Girl. Big bounce back. Man, she scored pretty good. Yeah. Um, this is definitely a good matchup this week. Which we predicted. We did. So Aaron Jones came off big for her. He scored two touchdowns. Nick Chubb, 
Got some three oh. TDs. So the running back room in this matchup was huge. All obviously on Badger Girl's side, but Chubb and Aaron Jones just that really really helps catapult you. McCaffrey put in a good week for Neek. He did, he did, and Fournette definitely uh, put up a few points. I mean, the hard part is when you're going up against two running backs that each score 30, you are just at a deficit, and you really got to have somebody else who's going to perform. And then under performances at wide receiver, she puts up a goose egg at tight end. Um, her flex, Harris came in and scored decently, um, getting 16 points. 15 carries for 71 yards and a touchdown, a couple receptions for 16 yards, but you got Dubs as your second flex, putting up less than five, even with Baltimore putting up 11 for the defense. I mean, there's just not enough there. I think injuries really hurt this week. She had Julio out. Kittle's been out for two weeks. Um, you know, at 0-2, she's got... Keenan uh, Allen out. She's got Derek Carr sitting on her bench. Uh, that's another possible trade candidate for Waddle Baby Waddle. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely a rough week on Neek's side, but hopefully next week will be a bounce back once people get a little more healthy. Yeah, I'm not so sure about that. She's got uh, Mrs. Sirius next week. And speaking of Mrs. Sirius, let's get to our game of the week, TJ. The high-scoring matchup that we anticipated. I think it. Uh, I think uh, Mrs. Sirius scored enough points for both teams in this matchup. She really did. 205 to 132. Um, she really knocked Tom out of the water. Uh, he sent me a text at like three o'clock and told me he was forfeiting. So, but I I would like to point out that um, at scoring 132 points, uh, the team that scares me would have beaten six more team six teams in the league, which is uh, which is half the league. So, even though he got completely blown out, uh, he still put up a good week. Um, but, you know, Mrs. Sirius didn't even need the 43-point performance she got from Josh Allen on Monday Night Football. That was no. crazy. Well, when you have Waddle put up 40 points, um, that definitely helps you along. And then you have Mark Andrews with 25, Bateman with 20. I mean, the numbers are just racking up. And then when, when you get down to the defensive position and you see Almost a crooked number there with the three. I mean, 29 points out of a defense. Yeah, well, they had a touchdown. I think they had a blocked kick, a couple interceptions, lots of sacks. Oh, I misspoke. The team that scares me would have beaten eight other teams in the league, not six. So, definitely still a good matchup. Uh, definitely brought the fireworks that we were expecting. Uh, good win for Mrs. Sirius, and also... Uh, she went uh, 100% on efficiency. Line up Nirvana. Way to go, Mrs. Sirius. I mean, she was really trying to show her dominance for this year. Coming out with a performance like that. I mean, scoring over 200 points. Um, you're really trying to... Let me tell you, the team that scares me, I think, is misnamed. And Miss Sirius. She's looking pretty fierce. That might be the team that scares me. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. So we've kind of talked about a few of the free agent moves a little bit here. Um, I think one of the biggest surprises was Waddle Baby Waddle not going hard for a quarterback, putting in $0 bids when um, you, you know, maybe we won't see the trade that we're hoping for, TJ, just because it doesn't seem that Waddle Baby Waddle 
actually values the quarterback position. It is kind of crazy not seeing him pick up a quarterback at all. Well, or put money on a quarterback. Is it is it possible that he's not aware that we switched to a fab system and he's just putting in waiver bids? That could be. Hey Waddle, um, you gotta you gotta put in a dollar amount there. Yeah, it's at the top of the screen. So. It's going to be exciting here once we get out of the division and start moving across the league here and start seeing all those matchups, how Waddle Baby Waddle is going to end up faring. I mean, currently he's only sitting in second, but he is tied at 1-1. One and one. While things are still early, it's uh, it's a lead that's going to diminish quickly if you don't have a quarterback, in my opinion. Absolutely. Quarterback score points in this league. They are definitely valuable. So as we start looking ahead to next week, though, um, hopefully the trade wins are a blow in this week. There's nothing for us to talk about currently, but next week's matchups, uh, let's see, who do we have going on? We have Miss Sirius is going to be squaring off against Badger Girl, which that should be a pretty exciting matchup since Badger Girl really kind of started putting things together last week, scoring 162. You're probably going to see Miss Sirius not score over 200 again. So I think as points return a little bit more to normal here, that should be a pretty good matchup. Yeah, I completely agree. I thought this was going to be a pretty even, a fairly even matchup. Um, but in my prediction, I'm just going to go with the better QB. I'm going to go with Josh Allen and Mrs. Sirius. Um, I'm going to agree with you. I think that there are a couple of weaknesses on Badger Girl's side that may end up hurting her this week. Hopefully not. I'm rooting for Aaron Rodgers, but my optimism is not high. So I am going to also side on the Mrs. Sirius side. Next up in our matchups, we're going to go with, uh, we're going to stay in division. We're going to go Scary versus Neek. And uh, I was looking at this matchup, and uh, Scary, or the team that scares me, um, he invested a lot into the Bengals' offense. And I don't quite think he's seen the dividends that he was hoping to see, but the Bengals have the Jets this week. I was just going to say, I think this week is going to be the week everything will turn around for him because I think they're going to go off against the Jets, and I see him winning this week because of it. Now, I will say this, that I do, I, looking at the matchups, you got, for uh, for Neek, you got Leonard Fournette going against the Packers D, which couldn't stop the run even when the Bears were running on every single play last week. You got Juju Smith going against Indy, and Indy's defense is just, terrible right now and you know Patrick Mahomes is going to eat them alive you got DK Metcalf going up against Atlanta who just got torched by the Rams and Cooper Cup and then you got Keenan Allen coming back off the and she's and he's going up against Jacksonville so there Neek does have a lot of good matchups coming up I think this game is going to be a lot closer than you think TJ but I'm still going to side with scary because I do think the Bengals offensive weapons are going to go off this Absolutely, and I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I do think we're going to get a little, uh, maybe not us, but I think the projections are going to get a little surprised by the Cincinnati Jets game, and I do think Cincinnati's going to absolutely blow that one out. Um, Not that they're going to just beat the Jets by that much, but just that it's going to be another shootout like it was last week with Miami. So um, I think there's going to be a lot of points on the board, and there's going to be some high-scoring Cincinnati players here on the scary Tom side of things. Absolutely. All right, so next up we have you versus Taco Wallace as we switch divisions. Yeah, we're in the Rodgers division. Absolutely. This is going to be a good matchup. It's uh, 
it's weighted in your favor currently, and I think it's going to be a little closer than projections have it. Yeah, I think this game's going to come down to Monday Night Football. Um, you got uh, C.D. Lamb on Taco Wall's side, and I have Saquon. Um, so this game will be definitely something we'll be watching closely on Monday. And while Jalen Hurts has been putting up some good numbers, um, it looks like there's rain in the forecast for his game. So um, there could be some definitely that could definitely affect him. And uh, as we mentioned before, Stafford for Taco Wallace should go off against the Arizona D. Yeah, it is. Uh, this is going to be a good game, and I think it's going to be closer than it's projecting. Uh, I cannot wait to see that one. I'm still planning to win. Moving along in that division, we have Waddle Baby Waddle versus Housem MD, the medical doctor in the house. Yeah, it looks right, as of right now, um, it looks like Waddle Baby Waddle is going to head into battle with Jared Goff. Uh, with the Trey Lance injury. Um, and those Buffalo wide receivers uh, going against the Dolphins' defense. We'll see how they fare. He does have a lot invested in Buffalo wide receivers. So um, that can definitely win you weeks, and it can lose you weeks depending on the game. So um, hopefully things go okay for him there. It's not a bad strategy with Josh Allen throwing the football. Buffalo definitely looks like the best team in the NFL right now. Well, and now you have Buffalo facing off against Miami, and we all saw what happened last week against Miami. So if we have a a game like that, Diggs and Gabe Davis are both going to go off, and that really might even propel them to a win. Who knows? I actually think I'm going to pick Housen to win this game. I'm going to go for the underdog here, and I'm going to take Waddle Baby Waddle. I think even despite the quarterback issues, I think he's going to end up pulling things out, and it's going to be a lot closer, and maybe this might be the the tight matchup of the week. So we'll see. I think it's going to depend on which Minnesota defense shows up. Is it going to be the Minnesota defense that put a hurt on the Packers and uh, stopped them dead in their tracks, or is it going to be – the Minnesota defense that showed up on Monday and couldn't stop Jalen Hurts at all. Yeah, I definitely agree with that as well. All right, so moving on, we got two more matchups left. Um, we have Cup of Tea versus Bushzilla, a.k.a. Team Achilles Heel. And um, looking at this matchup, I saw that Bush had a lot of red matchups. You know, we always talk about the red-green game in fantasy. Um, and... A lot of his matchups were red and orange this week. Um, but I think the real question is, can Tom Brady have a good day with, against the Packers defense without his top wide receivers? And will uh, Derrick Henry show up for the Titans? And that's really, Cup of Tea really needs those two uh, to come off the schneid here and uh, put up some good numbers. Absolutely. Um, you also do have, though, um, Jonathan Taylor did have a bit of a down week last week with Indy doing absolutely nothing. So um, that's also going to be something to watch. Let's see if he can bounce back. Um, Lamar Jackson, I mean, last week was insane. So let's see if he can kind of go off and do it again. It is a contract year. Cup of Tea does have a decent amount of stock in the Rams. You can so. never count out a team with Cooper Cup. That is for sure. That is most definite. I think it's going to be closer than... As it is, it's projected to be a close matchup, but I think it's going to be even a little bit closer. I think this is going to be another fun one to watch. Absolutely. Uh, I really, really want to pick Cup of Tea in this matchup, but I'm leaning towards the Achilles heel. 
you know, Cup of Tea really needs a bounce back. I'm going to pick her as the underdog on this one, and let's see if she can win it. All right, and that brings us to our game of the week. Tom's team sucks. Yeah, it does. Versus TD Alves. This is going to be a fun matchup this week, and not just because it's my matchup. So we got James Conner and Michael Pittman, who are questionable to go. Pittman popped up late last week with uh, some sort of ankle injury. Uh, Connor popped up on the injury report this week. He actually left the game for a little bit. How you feeling about those two, TJ? I thought Pittman practiced today. Is uh, Connor practicing yet? Uh, I didn't see Connor was practicing. Um, you know, I'm definitely optimistic. I do have a few other options on the bench, so... I can sub somebody in if need be. I am a little thin in the running back room, so that is definitely my weakness. That and Russell Wilson being an old man pile of crap. But um, your, your hate for him must really be growing right now. You know what? It's going to be a good matchup. I am very excited for this one. And just because I want to say it one more time, I am going to pick Tom's team sucks to win this one. I think Tom's team sucks will win this week. I see what you did there. <laughs> you caught it? Yes. Here's to another great week. Good luck to everyone, and uh, we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you for listening to uh, the League Only Podcast. <laughs>